Thank you for taking the time to listen. Church Hurt is real. We would like to hear your story to help others who have been abused in church. Only when we speak up can we begin to heal from the pain. Please send your story confidentially to the email witminyahoo.com. Welcome to the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast on the WITRN Network. Come join us as we study the Word of God together. Go get your Bible and let's see what the Holy Spirit is saying to us today. Oh 
Sister Venus read the scripture for me, but I just want to share some with you all. And it's in relation to my, my message. And I just pray that the meditation of my heart be acceptable in the sight of the Lord. Because what I'm, I'm trying to bring forth today is that we're all are struggling. The struggle is real. And I just wanted to share this with you all. While I was on my vacation... <laughs> It was something that happened to me where the Lord just dealt with me in reference to myself. And one of the incidents was I got stuck in the elevator for like 30 to 45 minutes. And that's the first time I've been stuck in an elevator. And while I was stuck in the elevator, I started, my anxiety went high. I started panicking. And then I was trying to calm myself down. All of a sudden, I thought I was hotter than what I was. And, you know, all these things, you know came up against me. But while I was standing there and I was like, no, 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 no. You know, the Lord said, I'm with you. Amen. I'm with you. And see, sometimes we're in situations where the Lord does things, little things, but it, it seems so gigantic at that time. But he does that to show us that he's with us, no matter what situation you're in. Mm -hmm. Now, the other situation I went through was being delayed on my flight. You know, we delay. We always want to get somewhere right on time. But God said, my timing is different than yours, Karen. He yeah. said, you just need to sit here for a minute. And when it's time for you to leave from D.C., that's when you will leave. So I was like, okay, Lord. But during that delay, I realized that my grandson enjoyed the, the, the area we was in. It was different for him. He was enjoying every little thing that he seen. And so with him doing that, it started making me enjoy what was surrounding me, other than concern and worry about when I'm going to get on this flight and Amen. get home. I want to get home. But I just wanted to share that with you guys. No matter what your delay is, no matter where you're trapped, just know that God is with you at all times. Amen? Amen. So, Lord, as I begin my... Um, message on the day, Lord, I know that you're with me. Because Pastor Sutton played a song I didn't even ask about. But you know what? It was right on time. Yeah. See, sometimes things happen for a purpose and a reason in our life. And that's basically what my message is about on today. Amen? Amen. So as I hide behind the cross, I'm letting God take over and do what he do best. And that's bring a realm of words. And I hope it touched some of you on today. Now, I'm going to take these back up. I just, I like to do different stuff. But as I move forward on today, uh, Sister Venus, can you please read Ephesians 6 and 12? For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of weakness in the heavenly places. Amen. Now, I'm going to start off like this. 
we have to realize that the things that we go through has nothing to do, it's a spiritual warfare. So where it started at, it started in Genesis. Just remember in the book of Genesis when Adam and Eve decided to pursue something good apart from God, their decision allowed evil to enter the world. That is why we are at where we are at right now. This means there is a spiritual battle. This ain't got nothing to do with us. It, it, I mean, it has something to do with us, but it's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual warfare. And we cannot see it. It impacts us every day. It impacts us in so many different ways. But what we have to realize that who we belong to. We live in this fallen world. And we have to remember, as Satan peeped into um, the future and seen what God was doing through them, he uses the same tactics for us. See, there's something about that old Satan. But see, we got to realize we can't always blame everything on Satan. Some of the times we go through a struggle because God allow us to, to, allow us to go through that struggle. And going through that struggle, it teaches us how to be humble and dependent on him. See, when we're not dependent on the Lord, we're dependent on ourselves. And you know, self-movement self, uh, and not Christ movement always is going to bring about something in our lives. So what we really need to do is we need to really concentrate on increasing our strength and what God's plan is. It's, it also helps us to realize that God is our refuge. When we learn to, to see that God is our refuge in a time of trouble, then the trouble that we're going through is not as heavy as we think it is. Mm. See, we got to learn how to put Jesus' name on it. You know how they say, we got a blessing with your name on it. But Jesus, when you start putting Jesus' name on everything that you go through, it gets a lot lighter. And it's not so, you know, big. We always blow up our situations and circumstances bigger than what they usually are. The main reason we struggle, we don't truly know the God in whom we say we believe in. We always say, well, we trust God, we believe in God, and God this and God this. But as soon as you go through a struggle, you forget about who God is and what his, his promises say that he can do for you in the midst of your storms. Yeah. See, we have to realize at all times we got to trust God. God in everything that we go through. When we start putting him on the back burner, that's when things start getting heated up. That's when he's like, okay, you better listen to me. But we're like, well, no, I got it. I want it. I this and that. And then God said, okay, he allows us to go through that just so we will realize that this is not right and that I need God for this. I need God for everything. See, we got to start. When we make our plans on a day-to-day -day basis, we need to put, we need to let God know about our plans. See, we can make all the plans we want in the world, but the Bible says my plans are greater than yours. Mm -hmm. See, he who started a good work in me, he's going to complete it. Come on, so what I'm saying is if I'm trying to do the work of God, then I have to, I have to concentrate on what his plan on. I have to follow his plan. And his blueprint. See, sometimes we try to build stuff with a different blueprint. And God said, now, this is the blueprint that I have for you. This is what I want you to follow. Stay on the straight and narrow road and stop getting off on that crooked road. Because on that crooked road, you're going to go through a lot of difficulty. Even on the straight road, you're going to go through some difficulty. But what do you think? If, if Jesus struggled for us, we're going to do some struggling too. 
The other thing is we have a lack of knowledge whom we really depending on. It's the flesh or either Christ. You make the choice. What choice do you choose? Do you choose yourself, the flesh, or do you choose Christ to lead your life? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we, you know, in the Bible it says you have to remember when we're trying to work through the flesh, you have to remember the, the flesh way is deadly. The flesh way is straight up deadly because it's, you're doing things out of the world life. You're not doing things out of what Christ is leading you to do. You, I got it from here. I could take it. I did, did it. But now, once you learn to deal with your struggle, you will have a very peaceful life because you're 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 going by the promises of what God has told us. When you go through these storms, what we should do throughout the entire Bible, it tells us what we could do. Now, there were some people in the Bible that had went through some struggles, and one of them was Job. Job had everything he needed, and God allowed Satan to come in and and just come in and and just turn his fortunes around. He gave he gave Satan permission to just turn his world around because he thought Satan thought by getting that permission from God that he can make Job turn turn the other way. See, that's something we need to look at. Just because we go through struggle, just because we get tormented by the enemy, that don't mean we turn around and go the other way. Because we say we trust God, we need to keep our focus on God and we need to move forward in this thing. But that's the only way you're going to get the victory. He said, you get the victory through me, Karen. Amen. So you can't get the victory by turning around and saying, well, Karen, let's do it your way. Because that's easier for me. Things that are always easy ain't always good. Sometimes you have to go through the struggle just to build you up. A lot of us don't realize the thing that we go through. God is humbling us, teaching us patience, teaching us how we can get through the storms when we get through the storms. So just remember that when everything comes at you or God allows a circumstance or situation to come your way. David. David was um, anointed king of Israel, and he was chosen by God, but yet... He was tormented, tormented by Saul, who chased him, chased him. Just imagine somebody chasing you, trying to kill you because of who you are and who God has called you to be. You gotta, you gotta think about these things. See, when you're working for God, things are gonna come your way. You don't know how they're coming, but one thing we have to do, we have to be prepared. The word of God says, be prepared for all things. Be prepared, be prepared in season and out of season. If you can't be prepared in both of them, then we got a problem. I'm learning that. I ain't saying I aced it, but I tell you, as this message, going through the struggles I went through to do this message, I'm learning to trust God even more. There's another young man. His name was Moses. Moses, he was, he was hesitant to um, answer God's call because he felt inadequate. There's a lot of us in here feel like we're inadequate to do what God has called us to do. Stop that. Stop that. I was told, stop that. I can't, I think, I can't, I can't. Yes, you can. You can do all things through Christ because he's the one who strengthened you. Amen. It ain't got nothing to do with what you think you can't do. He said, he, if he called you out of darkness into the marvelous light, guess what? He's seen something in you that he could use. So stop saying you can't, you can't, you can't. Yeah, Pastor Sutton used to tell me, stop saying that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes we, you know, we do. I'm not saying you're not going to go through those instances where you do 
have fear and anxiety, but put Jesus' name on it. Now, another reason why we struggle is like being like a salesman. <laughs> I like this. It say like being a salesman, you have to know your product. So if you know your product, if you know your product, knowing your product helps you make, make the sale, right? So think about it. If you know Jesus, the way that you say you know him, no matter what come up against you, <laughs> you have the product, the source, the resource. You have everything that you need to get out of the storm. Just like the word of God, we're supposed to study to show ourselves approved. How can we provide people with God's word if you don't know the product you come have on. in God's word? See, sometimes we just got to, you, like, like, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't know the scripture. I don't know all the scripture. I know it's enough in me to get up here and, and give you a word from God with trusting in him. Because, it, it, man, I'm telling you, I've been so at peace because last night, I'm like, that's it. I'm tired of putting my hand in it. You know, I'm just got to go with what God has given me so far. Let me tell y'all how mine started out. I'm just going to show y'all that. Because... You should have something in, in around you at all times. This is how mine started, on a Montgomery Ward book. <laughs> and all I did was everything that he was giving me, I was just putting a date by it. I didn't know how to put it together. I didn't know, all I know, it was just coming and coming and coming, and this was the only thing around me that I could write on. So sometimes, you know, you, you know, you just have to be patient and wait for the Lord to tie it together. Let me move on. Now I know a lot of us going through our struggle it makes us want to give up. It ain't time to throw in the towel y'all. It ain't time to throw in the towel. You see you have to realize we're testing in a lot of things because God, where God is trying to take us he can't take us the way that we are. He has to do some changes. And so when you feel like giving up doing your struggle, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 29 says, The Lord tells us in his word to come to him who are weary and burdened. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. See, when we need rest in our souls, the only way we can get it is by the word of God. We have what he always tells us. He said, if you got anything that's too heavy for you, he said, put it in my hand. Kneel before the king and give him what you got. You know, don't don't be trying because you can't hide nothing from me. I already know what you're going through. So if you be honest with yourself and honest before God, because he's already seeing what you're going through, and just be humble enough to give it to him. You, that's the only way that you can move. You got to learn how to start giving it to them. And then sometimes it, it's a little hard for us because you, you we figure that, oh, I, I, I can make it. I can make it. No, you can't. You can't make it without God, especially if you've been called to be a servant of God. He, he called us because he seen something that he can use in us, not us doing, you know, the, the work for him in our own self. We can't do it in our own self. 2 Corinthians 4 and 8 said, Even when we were pressed on every side by troubles, we are not crushed, we are not perplexed, 
but not driven to despair. See, sometimes you have to look at your struggle and say, you know what, I'm going through this, but yet and still, this trouble is not going to stop me. This trouble is not going to stop me from doing what the Lord has called me to do. This trouble is not going to stand in my way. You have to learn, and in the Bible it tells us how we can speak to that mountain and it will be moved. We have to learn how to speak to those mountains that we have in our lives. Either climb over, go around it, whatever you do, just trust God on however you're going to move it. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. The word says, at just the right time, God will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Amen. See, you can't give up. I know it gets hard. I know the sack gets heavy like you're carrying a bag of coals. I know it gets hard. But when you trusting in God in every step that you take, he said he with you. And if you feel that you're going the wrong and he see you going the wrong way, guess what? He's going to correct you. He's going to correct you. So don't worry about it. Just move. Move in what God is telling you to do. Don't let nothing hinder you. Don't don't put make Satan, don't make your selfish ambitions and all that stuff bigger than what God is doing in you. Because we serve a God that provides no matter what the struggle may be. He's going to provide. He promised us he was going to provide. And see, as we go through the struggles in our life, we forget the promises of God. We forget that he says, no matter what, I'm going to provide for you. Our focus needs to be, I trust you, I believe you. We say that, but do you really believe that whatever you go through, God is going to bring you through? That's his promises. I have another analogy. Our problem is like a washing machine. They twist our minds, they spin and knock us around. But in the end, we come out cleaner, brighter, and better than before. Sometimes, you know, the word said we've been washed in the blood. He has cleansed us. We have been cleansed as white as snow. So don't, don't, don't dip yourself back in the mud. Don't waddle around in the mud like the pigs do. Don't do that. When God has cleansed us, don't let nothing come in and take over what God has done for you. <clears throat> Sometimes we just, we can't help. We got that, I can't help. <laughs> but God has a tendency to say, okay, well, let's see how long you can deal with I can't help. Because sometimes, I mean, it's hard. I'm, I'm I'm saying I, I do it too sometimes. But one one thing I have learned is that the struggle may be real, but even if I die today, I know where I'm going. Amen. I know that I'm a child of God. See, it's what you know. In the book of 1 John, I think it is, it's talking about all these, I know, I know, I know. Read that. Because if you know what you say you know, then anything that come up against you you will not falter. He said we may fall, but we're not we're not cast out. He said we can get back up and start all over again. So no matter what it is, God tells us throughout this Bible how we can get up, how we can fight our battles, how we can stand in the midst of the storm, all these things. How we should be rejoicing in the midst of the storm. And sometimes, you know, <laughs> ooh, Jesus. 
Sometimes it is so hard to rejoice in the midst of the storm, but if you at least try, <coughs> you'll be a much lighter. Now, this is how we deal with the struggle. Remembering the promises of God, which I've already said. We have to watch out what we feed ourselves. Sometimes we feed ourselves so much negativity, it's unbelievable. And then you start thinking negative. Oh, I can't. Oh, I, that's when the I can't and I don't know and all this negative stuff starts. So stop feeding yourself the negativity. Stop feeding yourself positive things from the word of God. You know, um, there's a lot of things in this Bible that can help us. I mean, everything in this Bible can help us. Mm -hmm. Even the Old Testament, it, show, it just teaches us all the things. Just think about the Israelites. The Israelites were God's favorite people. And I don't care how much he helped them. They were doing good, they were good, then they'd go back. They were doing good, he helped them get out of that, and then they'd go back. They'd do good and do good, and then they would go back. They just kept on. Like they was testing God. So I'm saying this, don't test God like the Israelites did. That's that's the, the our, our understanding for our teaching, is that don't keep testing God, because God will take his hand off long enough for you to realize that he ain't there. But he's still seen. We need to speak God's word over every struggle. We need to occupy our hearts with Jesus. And we can occupy our hearts with Jesus. The load, like I say, is lighter and lighter. Stop letting Satan build on God's construction site. See, mm. when God has... Build something new in us. He, it, what was it? Isaiah 43. When he say, I'm doing a new thing in you. Can't you see it? When he start building something new in us, he say, you can't bring all that stuff in here. Because you start bringing all this stuff on your construction site, your construction site, it ain't built on a solid foundation. If your construction site ain't built on a solid foundation, guess what's going to happen? It's going to collapse. The only solid foundation we should be built on is Jesus. Amen. We have to believe that the one who started the good thing in us, he's going to complete it. And that's another thing. God don't stop. He just don't stop. If he started something in you, he's going to complete it. Now, if you want to be rebellious and all that, it's just going to take you a long time to be completed. Romans 8 and 28 says that we should remember that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love, love him and are called according to his purpose. See, when we are called for the purpose of God, we are called to do his work, mm -hmm. not our own. And if he started the good work in us and he's given us everything we need, don't take away what God has given you to do the work. Accept it and use it. Because if you're not using what he gave you, guess what? <laughs> you're going to be chiseling for a long time. We have to stop leaning to our own understanding. He said, trust in him in all our ways. Trust in him. That's the problem. We say we trust, but do we really trust? By reading the Bible and spending time with God is a way of trusting. We learn how to, to take take um, heed to what he's saying to us. We get to see what God, he speaks to us through his word. So if you want God to speak to you, you got to read a little bit. 
I'm not a big reader, but when I do read, I get something every time. And sometimes I don't understand it. Just keep reading. Keep coming. Come, keep coming to Bible study like Pastor said. Keep coming to Bible study. Keep coming to church. Just sit on the word of God. One day it's going to click. Amen. When the time is right. See, some of us moving too fast. Amen. Ooh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> some of us are busy bodies. Mm-hmm. And we miss the very thing that God is telling us to do. Mm-hmm. We miss it. Because we're too busy. We're not settled in our mind. We're frustrated. We're over here. We're over there. We're just doing too much. And when you're doing too much, how can you receive from God? We got to start praying and keeping our mind stayed on God to give us perfect peace, to slow us down. But he'll slow us down when he needs to. So, you know, whether you choose to do it on your own and put him first. He gonna, he, he, he'll work something out in your life where he'll slow you down. A lot of people don't understand why they go through different things, but sometimes things happen in our life just to slow us down. So the struggle is real. The struggle is real. It's how you deal with the struggle that give you peace and victory. Amen. Remember, the Lord has a plan, and sometimes difficult difficulties are part of that plan. You hear what I'm saying? Sometimes... The things that we go through, the difficult things are part of God's plan because he's trying to teach us something within that difficulty. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, he knows the plans I have for you, declares the Lord's plans for uh, Jeremiah 29, once again, I'm getting tired of telling you. Jeremiah 29 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So if he's got a plan, a future for us, and we know that it is is eternal, why would we try to change it? Why would we try to change it? So when when, when fear takes over, seek God. Because if our focus is on God's promises more than the temporary circumstances, our faith will increase and fear will decrease. We need to start dedicating ourselves to what God's word says. Because when we dedicate ourselves to what God's word is saying, we learn how to persevere no matter what. In the book uh, of James chapter 1, it talks about trials and tribulations and it tells us, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. See, we, we wouldn't know how to persevere until we start learning how to trust in God. You can't persevere if you're not attached to the tree that's planted by the living water. When we dedicate ourselves, we can trust God's plan because he never changes. Hebrews 13, 8 said he never changes. Jeremiah 32, 17 says he's, all, he's an all-powerful God. Psalm 147, 5 said he's all-knowing. He knows everything about us before we even, he knew everything about us before we knew about ourselves. Psalms 139, 17 says he always, he's always with us. Romans eleven thirty nine say he's a wise guy, and the only way that we can be wise is to just 
focus on him and concentrate on doing what his word says. It says in Psalms 119, it says he's a faithful God. In Psalms 34, he says he's a good God. In 1 John 4, 7 through 8, it talks about he's a loving God, how much he loves you. He loves us. If he didn't love us, guess what? <laughs> we would not be called his friends. We would not be uh, God's workmanship, made in God's workmanship, or God's workmen. And Romans 9 says that he's a merciful God. So if we know all these things about the God we serve, stop saying you can't. Stop saying I don't know. Stop saying, well, well, I, I mean, I don't. stop all that. Whatever, whatever causes you to stumble, <coughs> stop. And I want to say this, and then I'm going to have uh, Sister Venus to come up to put the icing on the cake. I'll be ending with this. If you're, if you're trusting God, and God is your all in all, no matter what you go through, no matter what the struggle, no matter the situations or the circumstances that you go through, no matter how heavy the load gets, you can make it. Amen. Amen. for tuning in to the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast on the WITRN network. Come join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time for Sunday worship. Bible study is held on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are located at 3006 North Lindbergh Boulevard Suite 711, St. Louis, Missouri, 63074. All are welcome and we look forward to seeing you soon.